Hey, this is Carleone. And this is Logan. And you're listening to The Manifest. And this is our newest episode. What's going on, everybody? It's Carleone, and you're listening to The Manifest Podcast. It is officially season four. And what that means is that we have gone through three full seasons of content. I mean, just thinking about the journey. I mean, the type of people that we've had on the podcast, the type of content we've talked about. <coughs> Excuse me. It's been it's been great. We're coming up on, I think, I think close to two years. Um, if I'm not mistaken, by the end of this year, it'll be two years. And so, um, I mean, we did a celebration for, uh, I think it was 3,000, 3,000 or 4,000 total listens a while ago. We're past that. Um, I got to say, during the break, you guys still listen to the podcast, which was awesome. I'll just take a moment to give yourself a round of applause. I mean, really. During the break... I think we stopped recording episodes in, I want to say June or July, and so now we're in September, and we still, for the first couple of weeks at least, maybe the first month or so, we were still averaging the same amount of listeners uh, weekly that we did when we were doing episodes, so, wow. But today I want to talk about a couple of changes that we'll be making. And so, if you follow the Instagram page, you'll know that we posted an, an announcement video telling everyone that we'll be going from um, weekly episodes to bi-weekly episodes. Oh, let me get some tea here. So, weekly, we went, because we were posting every single week, and now we're going to bi-weekly, which means less episodes in the season, but... We're going to do our very best to um, make up for that by giving you guys as much good content as we can with those episodes. So, we're trying to bring in some heavy hitters this season. Some people I I think um, will have a lot of great insight. But also, we're going to be doing our very best this season to bring in people who are not so well known, and but also have a story. And something to add. And so we're going to do our very best to sort of uh, give give you guys a really good balance. You're going to hear from people that you've always been hearing from. And then you're also going to hear from people that you've never heard from. But our goal is to have people on that will bring um, a lot of great content and a lot of great insight. Uh, biblically, spiritually, um, all, all those things. And so... <coughs> And so uh, this first episode is just going to be like a bit of an introduction, let you guys know um, our plans for the season, um, you know, the new format, like I say. Uh, we're also going to be discussing what it's like to go to school uh, during the pandemic, uh, online and things like that. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to just discuss a couple of things. So let's go ahead and get into it. The first thing I want to mention is I want to thank former team members um, of the Manifest podcast. Um, there have been, let me think, um, since the beginning, I want to say, let me count to in total how many team members there have been. Um, 
five or six, no, maybe, maybe, maybe seven. And so we started out with Dylan Fawcett, Andrea Alvarez, uh, Joseph Heimer, Cornelius Hayes, uh, Shalom Carrillo, um, and yeah, that's when it was it was me and Logan, and then we had those team members, and then it sort of dwindled down. Joseph he had to retire uh, because he had um, school stuff and. He had a bunch of stuff going on in his life. Dylan also same thing. He became a dad. He had a bunch of stuff going on in his life, so he had he had to uh, uh, step back from the team. And that was during the first round. And then uh, the next season, <coughs> excuse me, Shalom she stepped back. Um, and these are all like everyone left on good terms, you know, and um, everyone was able to. I, and that's the good thing is like. These people that left the team, I'm still able to ask them for advice and for help if I need it. It's just they couldn't commit to the team full time. So, and that was okay. Um, and then this time around, um, we added Dallas Walker to the team, uh, Victoria Navarro to the team, and John Salam. And then just this upcoming season, um, and then we added Chloe Buxton, yes, from last season. And so this season, Chloe's not going to be able to help. Andrea Alvarez, who's been a day one team member, she's not going to be able to help. Uh, Dallas Walker, uh, he's not going to be able to help. And then actually, I mean, as you guys have know, know at this point, Logan McCorkle is no longer on the podcast. So I just want to give a shout out to all my great, great team members, people the people who've helped me build this to where it is and put us in the very best positions uh, to succeed. And so, like I said, round of applause for them. Um, I got to say, uh, like I say, uh, you know, it, it's been it's been a great process <coughs> working with them and being able to create with them and to share our, our, our share a ministry together. It's been great. So. Thank you to everybody. I appreciate y'all. Give you guys a round of applause, you know. Thank you so much. Um, and so now you're asking yourselves who is left remaining on the team. The oldest tenured member on the team is now Cornelius. Cornelius, who runs the social media, he is still on the team. My guy has been with us through thick and thin, never giving up. I know he's crazy busy. This man runs like maybe 50 pages on Instagram. <laughs> Not really that many, but close enough. So, he runs a bunch of pages on Instagram. He has his own photography business. Um, what else? He has a bunch of church stuff that are going on. And so, he's extremely busy, but he's been able to stay on the team with us. So, Cornelius, oldest tenure member. And then who else is left on the team? Janan Salam, who is relatively new. And then, uh, also Victoria, <coughs> who is also new. Man, my I got like a sore throat or something, y'all. But that's why you guys are gonna hear me drink some tea every now and then. If you're if you're watching the podcast, you're also seeing me uh, drink some tea every now and then, so I can uh, you know cleanse my palate or whatever. So, like I say, Cornelius Hayes is left. Victoria Navarro and then Janan Salam uh, made it to season four. The team is definitely smaller. <laughs> than previous years or previous seasons, but um, I still feel like 
uh, we are definitely capable of bringing you guys um, great content on time um, and delivering um, on what we originally promised, which was uh, spiritual content based around uh, hyphen age people, 18 to or 17 or 18, all the way up to 30 people who are trying to figure out life as far as, as far as college, uh, career, <coughs> excuse me, family, things like that. So, um, it's been centered around that and it's going to continue to be centered around that. And so, like I say, think about that whenever you are hearing what guests will be on the podcast and then think about how, um, they're, what what they bring to the podcast will be important to for our message. Like I say, uh, you know, just trying to figure out life for, you know, college and career age kids or at this point adults. So yes, um, I still have an amazing team left. Um, I uh, when this podcast <coughs> drops, they will not have received their gift, but I sent them. I sent all three of them something in the mail, just, you know, saying thank you. Um, I also sent them uh, a gift card. They they can catch some some lunch or breakfast on me or whatever. So um, thank you guys again publicly, Janan, Victoria, Cornelius, for staying on and being committed to the team. I really, really so appreciate y'all. So back to the format of the, po- format of the podcast. Like I discussed, and this this podcast won't be super long, I just want to discuss some things, introduce you guys to what's going on, the theme, and whatever, and then I'm going to get up out of here, um, and then prepare uh, for the upcoming upcoming episodes, which are, like I said, we are going to be uh, meticulous about who's on and how we spend our time, because we will have less time with y'all on the air. So, like I said, this upcoming season, we want to focus a little more because we are in co- we are on you know covid-19 quarantine and things of that nature we want to focus on and i think we did a little bit towards the end of the season like the the last half of the season like uh what to do during quarantine <coughs> and things like that but we want to dive a little bit deeper into that and not just uh, what to do during quarantine but also look at look at how it affects your life because at this point it's been what um, since March so however many months that is um, seven months maybe uh, something like that from then to now when we officially you know became going on quarantine it's like that's a good enough sample size to sort of look at what you did. Or what you're currently doing and how it's affecting your life. And so we want to focus a little bit on that. We want to focus on um, also not, and I don't really like, I don't really like this phrase, getting back to normal. I don't really like that phrase because to be honest, I don't think we're there yet. Talking about getting back to normal. I don't think we've reached a point where we can truly begin to discuss um, living normal lives, because I think one thing we might have to, you know, mentally assess is, are we ever going to get back to how things were in February or January or last year? And I think if we're being honest, the answer is no. I don't think we'll ever truly 
it never, things will never ever truly be the exact same. But that doesn't mean that you stop living your life. That doesn't mean that you stop, uh, you know, furthering your ministry or furthering your craft or your career or, uh, <coughs> or stop going to school, right? And that's one thing that I wanted, we want to discuss today is going to school during quarantine. I myself, I'm in my master's program. Um, I'm, I'm basically, I'm, I'm getting prepared to get certified as a licensed professional counselor and also marriage and family therapist. So I, my program is, my program is two years, right? And so I'm, when I first, I'm, I'm signing up and I'm like, man, like, what if I never get to go to a in-person class? Because theoretically, this stuff could still go on for the next couple of years. And so two years is a short enough time frame for me to realistically think there is a possibility that I will not be in a classroom for this degree. And so as that's hitting me, I'm thinking like, <coughs> how is that going to affect me? And so I know a lot of people were thinking that, um, freshmen that are starting college, uh, you know, seniors that are trying to finish college, like how is this upcoming year? And I think, um, to my knowledge, a lot of schools have already said, uh, for sure, we're going to be online for this upcoming academic year. Um, I know my school, they for sure have said this first semester, no doubt. Um, they haven't discussed the second semester just yet. But like I said, my feeling is that it, it's going to be a while before, because just think about it, colleges are some, of, are some of the largest gatherings that you can get, right? Um, you're talking about 15 to 20,000, you know, adults, um, on a campus at one time. So it's like, they're trying to figure out a way to do it. They're trying to figure out precautions and, you know, should we just do half capacity or only come in for lab or whatever it is. So they're, they're taking their time to figure it out and that's fine. Um, I'm not complaining too much. Cause like I said, I know. Like, I had to temper my expectations, right? And I think that's what a lot of people are struggling with is tempering their expectations. Like, uh, like I said, I had to come up with a realization that within the course of this two-year program, there's a chance that I may not sit in a classroom, you know? So, excuse me. Um, and so, I had to temper my, temper my expectations, right? Um, fortunately for me, I have not <coughs> had to endure the infamous uh, Zoom sessions that everyone um, be talking about. And so um, I've seen the memes. I've seen all the stuff around these Zoom, these infamous Zoom sessions. And it's like some kids have to sit through an hour, two hours, three hours worth of, uh, of teaching. And they just have to stare at a computer. And while I am sympathetic to that, um, because I, I mean, while I haven't been subjected to that, um, right now in my schooling, um, I've done online classes in my undergrad where that was the case. But luckily for me, maybe that's just a grad school thing, like I say, um, that you don't have to do a lot of Zoom sessions. But like I said, while I am sympathetic, to that plight, it's like, 
at the same time, would you rather be going to school, finishing your degree um, in a manner that is not exactly your preference, or would you rather not go to school at all? It's like, it's like balancing your complaints with your reality, right? I think the most important thing is like, you're still going to school, you're still getting a degree, um, you're, you are still making um, in a, a, some progress towards your end goals. And if that's high school, you know, graduate high school, or if that's college, you know, or whatever, whatever it is, um, I think the most important thing is to realize, like, I'm still able to do all the things that I need to do um, to get towards my goal. And so the complaining, like I said, I'm sympathetic to it because I'm going through some similar things, but the reality is there's not that much to complain about, um, unless you have some of these horror stories like these kids who paid for room and board and the school won't give let them break the lease to go home or whatever and they have to come back to the campus and just be in the campus uh, or, or on the campus in a dorm doing schoolwork like if you're in that situation I understand like that's a pretty that's a pretty terrible situation to be in but the point is like uh, going to school, uh, getting your high school degree or college degree is still a blessing at the end of the day. So let's try and remember more of the positives than the negative stuff that's going on when it comes to school. Um, unless, like I said, you're in a really, really like horrible situation, like I just mentioned, uh, where it's costing you money and time and whatever it is, comfort, um, as, as astronomically. So um, my point is like um, balancing your your complaints with your reality and your expectations. Um, and like I said, that's something that I had to do was like realizing that, you know, in my program, my two-year program, which is relatively short, I may not touch a campus again, uh, at least for this degree. And so because of that, that window of two years where it's like it's a possibility – that all the stuff could still going be could could still be going on. I had to come to terms with that, and I feel like the freshmen that are incoming, um, they're struggling with that, with with trying to make things normal when that's not where we are. You know, excuse me. That's just not where we are. You know, and to try and rush rush the process of quote-unquote getting back to normal all you're gonna do is make things worse for yourself um there's there's too many instances that i've heard of of colleges and student gatherings that have had coronavirus outbreaks and it's like yes a lot of these kids recover a lot of these kids end up being fine but who knows how many people they interacted with that end up not being fine or spread to their families or to their co-workers or whatever it is right and so college parties come on y'all does that even really make any sense to be having college parties right now come on you know so it's like things like that where people are not uh realizing the the importance of the moment 
of where we are. Um, they're just doing whatever they want to do and trying to get their college experience. And we're in September, so the reality is a lot of schools either uh, have literally just started or are just getting ready to start. And it's already like this. So it's like, imagine, you know, two months from now or three months from now and people continually thinking like, oh, since things are getting better, that means that we can go back to doing whatever we were doing. And no, it's not the case. Um, that's just not where we are. And so the more real realistic you are with your situation, I think the better off you'll be. So with that being said, let's talk about some of the specific things that people are legitimately going through <clears throat> when it comes to going to school online. One of the major things that I think uh, people are struggling with would be time management, right? So time management meaning, let's say for example, <coughs> excuse me, let's say for example, you have uh, pre-COVID-19, your, your, your day would consisted of uh, three or four stops all around 10, 15 minute drives. So let's say you had an hour of driving in total. Uh, this way, this way, that way, whatever it is. And then you also had time that you it took you to get to the place that you were going besides driving or whatever it was to get to your 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 classroom or to clock into work, whatever it is. The point is, a lot of us are getting some of that time back. And so <clears throat> I know we discussed this uh, last season, you know, what are you doing with your time? You know, we're going to continue a little bit with that theme. It's like, but now it's like, um, what have you done with your time, you know? Um, and how would you continue to improve on your time management? Um, like I say, you have a Zoom session at 9 a.m., right? First class of the day. That means you got to wake up, get yourself prepared, um, and then log in. But you don't have to get up, get dressed, Get in your car, make sure you have gas, uh, check the traffic, check the weather, and then head to class, find parking, walk to walk to the to the classroom, whatever it is. You don't have to do all those steps, right? <clears throat> so that leaves you with more time. And you're thinking, I have all this time. I'll wake up at 8.55. And people are doing that. They're waking up at 8.55 and get right into class at 9, right? And while that may work for some people, <clears throat> it doesn't work for everybody. I think the most important thing for the people who are out there who are struggling with time management is to put yourself on a schedule. Still do some of the thing, same things you would do if we were going outside and going to, going to school, high school or, or college, right? Get up, wash your face, brush your teeth, um... <clears throat> You know, get dressed. I'm not saying wear a suit and tie, but put on clean clothes. Um, <clears throat> just prepare yourself for the day, right? And I think that will not only put you in a better mental space, which is important, um, because I feel like mental health is one of the things that we are we are going to be studying a lot when all this is over and um, we are at a point where we can sort of look at the past and See what see what happened in that microcosm of uh, of our existence as humans. Like, 
what happened in this time period. When we look back at this time period and we're studying the mental effect and and the things that, you know, would cause people to be stressed out or to have an anxiety or whatever it is, it's going to be a very, 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 very big deal to be looking at the effects of mental health during this time period. And so my point is, working in a in a, uh, a counseling office or a counseling clinic, uh, some of the things I picked up is like making sure that you put yourself on a routine because if you change your routine, it also changes your mental outlook, right? And that can be good or bad. But in this case, if you are noticing yourself uh, getting anxious or stressed out or depressed or whatever it is, you have to start looking at your pattern of behavior of, of your routines and what you're doing in that time period, right? And so if you wake up at 8.55, uh, roll out of bed, <clears throat> log into Zoom, um, get, your, get your work done, roll right back into bed, watch some TV, don't really get up or, or talk to anyone or do anything until noontime or uh, one or two, whatever it is, and you notice some and you notice some mental changes as far as getting stressed out or being or being anxious or um, depression, then you have to start looking at your patterns of behavior. And so, if you want to change how you feel, you have to change what you're doing, right? So, like I said. Developing a routine is very important for some people. And I would even say for most people, developing a routine is going to be very important to help you manage your, to help you manage your time. So you have all these assignments due. You have all these classes. Um, and you have all this, this stuff that you need to remember to do because there's not someone in your face um, telling you this is due tomorrow. Or this is due next week. Or did you get that paper done? Uh, <clears throat> maybe you didn't turn to something. They remind you. There's no one to do that right now because you're at home. And you're doing everything online. Right? So, another important tip is to get yourself organized. Uh, one of the things that I do is you, I don't know if you can see behind me, but um, I have a eraser board. And I put, it, it depends. I normally put daily stuff. Or I put um, weekly stuff that I need to do, right? And so that includes stuff for school, for work, for business. Um, I also do photography on the side. So there's a lot of things that I need to do within the week, right? And even even daily. I write all that stuff down and I erase it as I go. You know, you start out with a list of like 15 things. By the end of the day, you have five left. Or by the end of the week, you have one thing left, right? So... Point is, finding a system that works for you. If the eraser board doesn't work for you, what I used to do, actually when I was an undergrad, I would take my phone and I would put all of my events, um, all of my stuff that I needed to get done, papers, readings, assignments, all that stuff, <coughs> into my calendar as a reminder or an alarm or whatever. That way it popped up. Like if I had a paper due on Wednesday, I would have a pop-up two days before or the day of. Because sometimes that's how I used to get down. Um, and it would remind me to do that stuff, right? And so the point is, whatever works for you to get yourself organized, uh, to remind yourself of the stuff you need to get done, you need to find a way to, you need, you need to, find a way to do that. Because like I said, there's no teacher or 
I mean, even other students there to tell you, make sure you get that done, right? So, organization is important. Um, time management is important. Um, and then also, like I said, realizing the gravity of your situation, you know, and judging, and, and, and uh, not judging, but juggling your complaints versus your reality, all these things will put you in a much better position to succeed rather than to fail. And if we're being honest, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to succeed, right? And so for all of y'all who are going to school online, myself included, be encouraged. <clears throat> this is not the end. This is a microcosm in your life. Um, let's say you live up to 80 or 90 years. <clears throat> this one or two or three years or however long it is will be um, significant in your lifetime, but not nearly as significant as you think it will be, if that makes sense. Um, it doesn't have to rule your life um, because at the end of the day, <clears throat> you're still getting your degree. You're still graduating from high school, whatever it is. You're still doing these things. And so it's not like it, uh, coronavirus is stopping you from this. It's just presenting you with a different different way of doing it, right? And so I think that's some of the important things to, to focus on is I'm still getting my degree. I'm still, a, I'm still graduating from high school. I'm still doing whatever I need to do. It is a little bit different than what I anticipated, but I'm getting it done. That's what was important to me. Should be important to y'all. So, in conclusion, um, going to school during during the coronavirus is uh, not easy. <clears throat> it's been challenging for us all, but it's definitely, definitely, definitely doable. Stop complaining as much as you are now, because I promise you, it's not nearly as bad as you think it is. It's really not nearly as bad as you think it is. Um. Season four is going to be a great season. Like I said, we're going to go out of our way to give y'all um, as highly tailored content as we can. Um, man, I want to tell y'all so bad <clears throat> about some upcoming projects that we have going on. But um, we're going to go ahead and do them first. Like a pilot type thing. See if it works out. <coughs> and then we'll release it or we'll talk about it then. So... Until then, y'all will just have, just have to stay tuned um, and make sure you are following the Instagram page for all the, the latest notifications and uh, events that are going on. Um, again, I want to thank my team, Cornelius, Janan, and, uh, and Victoria for uh, helping me put together uh, another great uh, beginning of a season. We've worked hard, um, and we're going to continue to work hard. So thank you guys for listening. This has been the Manifest Podcast. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. For more encouraging messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out past episodes. If you like what you just heard, please consider rating and sharing it with your friends. God bless and don't forget to be a hyphen.